It's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, where we discuss the bonkers adventures uh, written down by the Brothers Grimm. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. Mike, how are you now? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I am doing well. I think I... Uh... <laughs> has it been a day? It has been a day. I had... I... Well, we've already talked about... We've talked about Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a different day. This is a different day. <laughs> this is two weeks later. So it's my birthday almost. That's true. It is almost yeah. your birthday. Or or by the time this was released, <laughs> it will have been my birthday long ago. You might be 50 by the time this is released. It's very possible. I don't think so. <laughs> what do you want for your birthday? Oh, you know, I never want anything for my birthday. It drives my wife nuts. The <laughs> I think we had one big birthday party for me when we were... Might have actually, no, that was before we were roommates. It was my 19th birthday party. And then that was pretty good. And then after that, I would just, I would go and get a bottle of wine somewhere, especially, I guess, after I turned 21 or 22, right? I would go get a bottle of wine and I would wait out the year and just sit at home and read. (laughs) And it's not to say that I don't enjoy partying because I was a bit wild back in the day as you are well aware i'm I'm aware uh but my birthday i always felt it was it was kind of like that's my day and it would how embarrassing if you died on your own birthday so yeah i never i never really did anything i think i asked amanda to if she would get me (laughs) we'll see if we're setting this up (laughs) uh a a fancy cutting board oh that's not where i thought this was gonna go oh (laughs) Did you but think a fancy was, cutting board is also good. A fancy cutting board. Did you think it was what? What did you th- something more sexual? No. <laughs> oh no, okay. God, I no. I don't know. What did you? What you said you didn't think that's where it was going to go. What did you think I was going to ask for? I'm just going to have to hold that one inside now. Oh, <laughs> or else it won't come true. <laughs> <laughs> that 19th birthday party was that the one in the basement of the dorm at Smith across at Smith the College street from where Sonic Youth were playing. <laughs> Our friend Shannon who I may have been dating at the time, but I'm not 100% sure about that because everyone was dating everyone all the time back then. Yeah, it's really hard to <laughs> trace a circle there. But Shannon, uh, one of my closest friends and uh, one of my friends in relations was, yeah, through through the, the party for me because I had been throwing so many birthday parties. I had been throwing like a party a week in my dorm room. Yeah. <laughs> Temple the of temple, love. the temple of love. And so I just, I, I said, please, uh, someone should throw a party for me so I don't have to clean up the next day. And Shannon came through in spades. I think I got 12 bottles of absolute vodka and I think Shannon kept six of them, but well, I mean, no, that's, that's a fair, okay. fair payment. And I, let's that see, was I a wore, party. It was a very, it was a very good party. I don't want to uh, reminisce too much because it's, you know, we've, we've had far, I think far better parties, especially when, when we were really got into branding our party names, I think, especially when Tyler and I lived together, but oh um, yeah, at South Point. Yeah. Uh, across the, around the corner from Radio Shack. Um, hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast. Again, my name is Phil and this is Mike. This is Mike. Mike, That's how are Phil. you? 
Oh, I already asked you how you were. I'm still pretty good. Okay. Today we will be discussing story eight, the wonderful musician. <laughs> wonderful he is. And you think, well, this will be a fun story. And that's it does even, sound delightful. It sounds delightful. The first line that made me laugh was just the title. <laughs> when I started reading it to Amanda, I said, story eight, the wonderful musician. And I cracked up because I knew I, at this point now I'm eight stories in. I thought, you know what? <laughs> like, there's a chance. There's an option. This is not just going to be about a, a man rambling through the forest going fiddly dee. <laughs> well, he will, <laughs> but then horrible things happen. Yeah. Uh, Mike, would you please, such that it is, take us through the plot? The Wonderful Musician. So once upon a time in the woods, there's a sociopathic bard <laughs> playing his lute or fiddle. Is it a fiddle? Fiddle, I think, yeah. And he finds himself lonely. He's seeking a companion. So he plays a jaunty tune and draws out a wolf. And he says to himself, actually, I think he says out loud, this is not what I wanted. The wolf, however, is is entranced with the music, loves it, and wants to learn how to play. The musician, the musician says, oh, I, will, I would love to teach you how to play. Here, come put your paws in the crook of this hollow tree, and I can teach you how to fiddle that way. And so the wolf does as he asks, and then he fixes them fast in the tree and strands the wolf there for dead. Just goes on his way. Um, so he's continuing on, and basically does the same thing with a fox. Uh, Fox comes out and he says, well, this isn't the companion I wanted. Fox would love to learn how to play like that so beautifully. He says, sure, I'll teach you. And he he has the fox tie one wrist to uh, a a sapling and tie the other wrist to another sapling and then lets them go and then launches the fox up into the air to remain hanging between these two (laughs) young saplings. Probably much like Christ. (laughs) <laughs> and the sociopathic bard goes on his way uh sure enough he is still lonely seeks companions so he plays a jaunty tune and draws out a hare and the hare also is entranced and would love to learn how to play like that the musician says i'd love to teach you how to play here here uh ties a a string around the hare's neck and ties the other into a tree and says here run run in 20 circles around the tree so the hare does as he asks and finds himself uh, caught up, practically hung, almost choking. Um, and the, the musician just goes on his merry way. Another problem solved. Um, sure enough, he's he's still lonely, still seeks a companion. So he plays another jaunty tune and draws out a woodcutter. And he says, oh, finally, a human. This is what I wanted. Uh, the woodcutter is entranced, loves the music. Uh, meanwhile... The, the wolf, angrier and angrier, finally frees himself from the hollow tree, takes off after the musician, comes across the fox. The fox uh, begs him to, to release him. Sure enough, the wolf releases the fox. They come upon the hare. They release the hare, and all three of them angrily go to confront the musician. The woodcutter sees them approaching, realizes that these three are up to no good, brandishes his axes, uh, sends them running off into the woods. The sociopathic bard plays a tune of gratitude for the woodcutter and then goes on his merry way once again the end it's so short my i don't have like a moral i i read through it and i'm like god there's there's i don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about on on this (laughs) one but um 
Yeah. So I made a list. Nice. <laughs> a list of other stuff to talk about. So let me just go through the list real quick. And then, and then not do anything. it's not a good list. I've got, I've got a song about what if, what if you, you know, the movie Octopussy? Um, I'm familiar with the title. I have no, I'm not sure if I've seen it. Because it's a James Bond movie. And um, the song from it was nobody does it better because they felt that they were not going to be able to do a song called Octopussy. But <laughs> what if they did? And what if it went a little something like this? Octopussy's a spy, octopussy's a minx, and she's really pretty. And that's why Octopussy is my girl. That's one thing. And then, because yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about pussy. <laughs> what have you got? I don't know even, I don't know why this is funny. What if someone got cancer in their pussy and they called it pussy thelioma? <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got and i was like that's gonna take 10 seconds i had to story eight there's nothing else we can do wait what is what does this have to do with story eight <laughs> i just needed stuff to fill up some time <laughs> this one i don't think i can turn into an hour and a half movie yeah <laughs> that's a... yeah this there's not there's no redeeming there's no redeeming qualities to this person yeah. as far as I can tell. I mean, the morals, just musicians are psychotic and not to be trusted. Yeah. He's a chaotic, evil bard. Yeah. And even the woodsman, like when he find he finally finds the guy, he's just, he's using the guy. He's just, the, the woodsman's bewitched. Yeah. And so just to, and gets ride or die for this guy that he's just, yeah. he's like, this musician's amazing. And so I don't know if that's, that's it they're just saying like listen you're gonna <laughs> listen listen ladies you're gonna see these musicians and you're gonna think they're hot stuff but i'm here to tell you but as we've covered previously woodcutters are at the very bottom of the the socioeconomic ladder here they absolutely are and again we come we come across a wolf too i don't know what happened to the brothers Grimm, and we've talked about this before where they were i mean i guess we know where they were in germany they were in castle but like I mean, how common were wolves? I would assume they were fairly common. I don't. I mean, like, so we have deer. I see deer at certain times. At certain times of the year, I see deer almost every day. It was just walking around my neighborhood. Yes, but right, right well, where I am. Not my, not, not into the village. But I live kind of on the outskirts of the village, right up on the mountain. So, right. where do you live? Do you guys get a lot of wildlife near you? Oh yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm up north. I'm up north of Boston. We've got plenty of deer, turkeys, rabbits, coyotes, coyotes. Yeah, no, plenty yeah. of coyotes. Yeah, foxes, but wolves. I think the, the prevalence. Oh yeah, of yeah, wolves, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Um, I think one can assume wolves were more prevalent in medieval Europe. I guess, man, but you know they're still a, a predator animal. They can't. There can't be a ton of them. I don't know why, but the, yeah, the Brothers Grimm's are obsessed with these these guys. Let's see. It's Arn Thompson type 151. This is the only one of its type. It's just called Music Lessons for Wild Animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they learned. All right. And as far as I can tell from my research, there there was there was nothing else like this story. And no one has ever tried to adapt it. You said you can't do it. No one has ever even tried. Yeah, there's no way to redeem this character other than maybe a horror movie. 
where like a cop is noticing you know like, oh we found a bunch of mutilated animals what an animated version of saw but with forest critters <laughs> but then they get their it's revenge like on the guy ship down yeah <laughs> <laughs> but of course that means the animals don't get their revenge on the guy so no i oh actually i don't even know i mean what what have you ever seen saw I, I finally got around to watching the first one because I had never seen it. And this was in the last couple of years. Okay. I've never seen it. I don't know if the people he's torturing win. Carrie Elways actually is is one of the stars, which I is did he, not have any Carrie, idea of. Is he Saw? Or is he no the guy that has to cut his foot off? There's multiple guys, but yeah, I think he's he's one he's like the main victim, okay. if I remember correctly. Poor Wesley. I know. I saw a funny thing the other day. Someone someone said they thought that Wesley read in the movie a little bisexual. And someone responded on Twitter. They were like, a little bisexual. <laughs> they're like, they're like if you can find... A, and it's not just Wesley, though. They said everyone in this movie is chaotically bisexual. Yeah. And, and yeah, if I, you, it's, it's, I'm thinking through all the characters. Yeah. I buy that. It's 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 nutty how much, and the, at most you could say maybe not Buttercup, but she's almost that, asexual to an extent. And but she still, I mean, she she wants Wesley, but I mean, but they also there's also romantically, but they also, yeah. I mean, they don't even bother to have a second woman in that <laughs> that movie. I don't think. Oh no, uh, Miracle Max's wife, Carol Kane. Oh yeah. Oh, and the the Boo woman too. That well, that's a that's yeah. I guess that's a dream. So the the one yeah. So two old old crones. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm sure Carol Kane was down to clown, but Fred Savage's mom. She, briefly. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, but that doesn't. That's. I, I still don't think we're passing the Bechdel test here. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we're not anywhere near passing the Bechdel test. I don't think William Goldwyn uh cared much for the Bechdel test or the concept. And actually, I'm, a lot I'm not of sure it existed then. I, well, it, it didn't exist, but the, I mean, I guess the concept of it had to exist of like, should we have two women have a conversation somewhere in this movie? <laughs> it did exist as a concept, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe William Goldwyn just kind of wrote all of his characters like that. The only other story I can think of right now by him was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And I could easily read that as like chaos bisexual. Um, I don't think I ever saw that. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yeah. Actually, oh, really I don't. Good. I don't think I realized. I didn't. I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah, he. Did, I mean, he had a couple of movies. It, there, it's. It's a weird collection that he had, but he had a fun way of breaking the fourth wall. So, did you ever read the Princess Bride the book? No, I did not. So it was called the edited version, or something. I forget what exactly he called it. And William Goldman was pretending that he had found this this old book like it's similar to what we're doing we're going through grims he, he was saying oh there's this book from the 1700s it's a, it's an amazing little story it's called the princess bride but it's so bogged down in all, you know this all this extra stuff so i've i've edited this version so you guys can just enjoy the good bits um and then he bops in the the quote goldwin but it's it's not really him it's you know the the narrator if you will and bops in to be like, oh, and then I cut out 50 pages here and I cut out 20 pages here because it's 20 pages like all about how they pack and, you know, and uh, so you don't want to read any of that. And then uh, 
then it was also him talking about his grandfather and getting sick and his grandfather reading him the books it's a neat little book but Hmm. yeah oh he did he did misery excuse me he did misery wait did he which was also directed by rob reiner i i thought misery for sure was a stephen king book oh it is he wrote the screenplay oh he wrote the screenplay okay just like he didn't he didn't write the novel of uh princess bride yeah he did you sure about that yeah like that's what i'm saying to you he he wrote it and then he like he pretended that someone else wrote it oh no he did yeah that's right he did write the novel and the screenplay. yeah, yeah no, i think he, he wrote, he wrote the, the i think i think he wrote the screenplay first maybe but um no it was I, it was adapted from the novel okay but I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a, I know he did a lot of work in Hollywood too. Um, oh, yeah. Stepford Wives, maybe? Yep. Stepford Wives, All yeah. the President's Men. Oh, boy. Anyways, okay. Let's Anyways. see. Um, there's, yeah, there's not a lot to this story. Uh, again, it's just <laughs> the musician just goes and tortures three animals <laughs> and then a dude. And then the, the animals want to kill the, 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 the musician. And the musician gets the dude to protect him. Um, you know what? I, I might have expected in another story to see the fox eat the hare and the wolf eat both of them or something like that, but they're so united in their anger at the sociopathic bard that they don't they, they ignore those animal instincts. And the, well, their animal instincts weren't there to begin with. They they just come out and they're like, "Wow, you play beautifully. Do you would you mind teaching me how to play <laughs> <laughs> how to play the the violin?" And and rather than just say no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. What else we got going on? Okay. The the specific source is unknown. They didn't list that. This is from the second edition. So second edition stories get a little hazy on who they got the story from. Mm. It's no longer, well, we have to see the wild girls. <laughs> if we don't give them credit, they're going to yell at us. Um, so this is from Lorsch as a, sto- a tale from Lorsch near Worms. And that's it i get there was some similarity i saw that um from a story that's way down the line called the wolf and the man where a wolf just decides he's like yeah i think i'm gonna go try and beat up a dude (laughs) (laughs) and then he goes up and finds a dude just such a dude and then the the hunter guy just beats the wolf bloody with a sword and then the wolf leaves and is just like well (laughs) Well, that didn't work. That was stupid. <laughs> but, but that's it. There's there. Yeah. There's there's nothing more. So I think we can we can call this a mini episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can cut this one short. I think so too. And uh, and that'll be that. So um, that was story eight. Uh, the wonderful musician. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. 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 Musician. Gorgeous. A chaotic evil bard. Playing fiddle, and just torturing animals. Um, sleep tight. Likewise. And we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>